is this the right one for an argument? I've told you once. <laughs> no, you haven't. Yes, I have. When? Just now. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Didn't. I did. Didn't. I'm telling you I did. You did not. Oh, I'm sorry, is this a five-minute argument or the full half hour? <coughs> oh, oh, just the five-minute one. Fine. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, I did. You most certainly did not. Now, let's get one thing quite clear. I most definitely told you. You did not. Yes, I did. You did not. Yes, I did. Didn't. Yes, I did. Didn't. Yes, I did. No, this isn't an argument. Yes, it is. You better keep your mouth shut. That was perfect. Let's do it again. You better keep your mouth shut. And cut. You what? Come again, Marge. You what? Kick it. Eat my shorts. All right, I'll eat. Eat your shorts. Yeah, eat my shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is so lame. <laughs> hey, hey! No, I mean that. No, not that either. Okay, let's bring on Ed Berliner, the fastest show in sports. Yeah! The little running back is down. I think he's. Yes, he's been decapitated. Up and at them. Thanks for the help, mysterious stranger. Say, I think those x-rays gave me superpowers. What were you, nuts? Well, you see, when I get bored, I make up my own movie. I have a very short attention span. Yeah, dude. My mom says all I have to do is chow on this box. What I said was I agree with the investment in education. Uh, I also agree with the investment in free universal health care. Um as well as the involvement in hand, uh, helping end apartheid in South Africa. You know, I would hope that everybody agrees those things are good things. And trying to push the false narrative that I was a supporter of the oppressive things that he did uh, is just not true. That was completely out of context. Because once again, what I said was I support the investment in education. Um, I never said I support the oppressive things that he did. Greetings, true believers. Welcome back into another fascinating episode of The Fastest Show in Sports. This time we turn to something that, quite frankly, doesn't make the conversation every single day about sports. But it talks about one issue, one individual, that I have argued with our next guest about on his own show in Denver, Colorado. But it has a broader scope to being a sports fan and sports in America at this time. Because quite frankly, we want our athletes to be something special. There used to be a time when we always wanted athletes to be role models. Those two words have always chafed at me because quite frankly, I don't think athletes should ever be a role model. I think your parents, I think the people who are important in your life should be a role model. But for whatever reason, that always comes up. Now we have a different demand of our athletes. And there's one NFL quarterback that is riling a lot of people up about this specific issue. There's the tease. My guest is co-host of The Final Verdict on Mile High Sports. That's AM 1340, FM 104.7 in Denver, Colorado. 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. local time. That's Denver time weeknights. Also, if you go to milehighsports.com, you can hear his show there if you're not in Denver. And I should also point out that he is an attorney, which means, quite frankly, I'm in trouble because attorneys are always those guys and gals. They're just waiting. Here comes the legalese and a whole lot more. It's a pleasure to welcome Dan Jacobs, finally, to the fastest show in sports. I'm just, I'm honored to be on the uh, fastest show in sports. Now, you recall, Ed, when I started my career as a young man, my first ever full-time job was as a producer 
for the fastest show in sports at the Sports Fan Radio Network in Las Vegas. And so now it's coming full circle, so I'm, I'm very happy to be here. That is correct. See, now instead of sitting on the other side of the glass, now you're sitting here in the arguments. Although, I've got to tell people that if, well, people who are not in the business don't understand this, but when you're a host and when you're a producer or a, an engineer, there's constant arguments that are going on in the commercial breaks. It used to be that producers and engineers never got involved. Now, Dan, would you not agree that sometimes your producer becomes part of the show? They're bringing everybody in these days if you need somebody else to argue with. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I remember when we were working together, that was the Gore-Bush election, the recount, and you and I during the day would just go on and on, go after each other. Uh, We were on the opposing sides of those issues back in the day, so we had... uh, Wonderful arguments about that and a a great many other things. And I am staying away from politics these days, brother, because quite frankly, there's a lot more to talk about in sports. Now, for those of you who heard right from the very beginning, you heard a soundbite at the beginning, and that young man that you heard, that was Colin Kaepernick. And those were his words after the San Francisco 49ers faced off against the Miami Dolphins. There was a tremendous amount of questioning that had nothing to do with football because Fidel Castro had passed away, the Cuban dictator. Colin Kaepernick is an individual who has worn a Fidel Castro t-shirt before, and he made statements about the fact that he appreciated, in paraphrasing terms, that Fidel Castro had brought education to Cuba, that he had brought other things that he thought were a good idea. But Go back to that soundbite we heard at the top of the show. That was Kaepernick saying, I was taken out of context. I wasn't calling him a great man. I was saying that what he did were great things. Look, if you live in South Florida, there's two things you don't do. Number one, you don't speak kindly about Fidel Castro because of the Cuban-American community that is here, the despot that he was, the people that he pushed out of their homes, the lives that he destroyed, and you never never go to Joe's Stone Crabs on Miami Beach without a reservation. So, all right, Dan, that sets the table here because on your show, on The Final Verdict, we've had this discussion before going back and forth about Kaepernick and his kneeling at the National Anthem. So let's bring everybody up to speed. Your opinion, first of all, of Colin Kaepernick, beginning with that issue and then moving on to what we've seen with the Castro T-shirt and his comments. Well, I think he's very disingenuous. And if if People saw, you know, read the article. Um, he was trying to be very cute and try and talk his way around the issue, uh, and nobody was buying it. He was trying to say, well, I'm wearing a Malcolm X t-shirt. Well, yeah, it was a Malcolm X t-shirt. It also had Fidel Castro on it. Um, so I have several issues with Colin Kaepernick. First, the, 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 the national anthem protest is, the problem is he set out to do one thing, to offend people. If he wants to affect change, he could come on the fastest show in sports. He could go on 60 Minutes. He could go on CNN. He could have productive conversations to help fight oppression, if that's what he wants to do, right? He wants to fight oppression, uh, which is kind of ironic when he's wearing a T-shirt with a guy that's probably one of the most oppressive uh, people in history. Um, But that's another story. But he set out with the National Anthem protest to simply – offend people at their core. And he was able to do that. And now he, he tries to, you know, circle back around and say, well, uh, you know, I didn't mean that. I didn't think, you know, it would offend people. He knew darn well that he was going to offend people. And that's what he wanted to do. I, I got to stop you there because let's go to offend people here. And you've said it a couple of times. 
How can you assume that his specific inference and his reasoning was simply to offend people because there are people who have a level of celebrity in this country, a notoriety if you will, who believe that by bringing attention to an issue, and again I'm going to play devil's advocate here, by bringing attention to an issue, they are bringing attention to something that needs to be talked about instead of just offending people. Don't you offend people when you basically take a contrary position to them? So would you not be in many ways offending people? No matter what you said, you're simply trying to make a statement. No, he could do like, for example, what Brandon Marshall, the uh, linebacker here for the Denver Broncos did. Yeah, he did a kneeling during the, you know, the games. But then you know what he did? He went and met with police. And then he started having... Um, more constructive dialogue to try and see, you know, learn more about their training and, and what they were going to do and their policing techniques to maybe combat some of these, you know, fears in the community. It was a positive thing. So it wasn't just, okay, I'm going to do this to offend people. The reason I say he did it to offend people is because that's the only reason you uh, do any controversy whatsoever by either burning a flag or disrespecting the national anthem. That in itself, that very act is simply motivated by its uh, on its face to offend people, and he knew that. And then he tried to come out later and say, "Well, I didn't realize it was offensive, so now I'm going to take a knee." He back, he tried to walk it back. And now what he's doing is he keeps just doing these little things where he just offends people, and then he tries to get cute about it, and it's very disingenuous. And I want to make it very clear here from the top that, in my personal opinion, there is nothing positive that can ever be said about Fidel Castro. The man was a killer. He's a murderer. He's a dictator. He destroyed the lives. I am personal friends with a number of people in my generation and younger generations whose parents, whose families were destroyed by this man and those who still follow him. There's nothing good that you can say about him. So I want to make that very clear. As far as the entire national anthem issue is concerned and him kneeling, you and I originally went at it on the final verdict because my point was that he has the right to do it. You don't have to agree with him. And you shouldn't agree with anybody who basically calls this country out. Okay, This is still, in my opinion, the greatest country in the world. We don't have to be made great again. We are great. And I will stand by that no matter who gets into an argument with me and about whatever. Overall, we are still a great nation. But you are allowed, thanks to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, our freedoms in this country, you're allowed to do stupid things, say stupid things, and you don't have to be held to vile hate or threats because of it. It's what makes this country great, Dan, and I think that's what started a lot of the discourse between you and I. I may not necessarily agree with what he did, but I will stand by his right to do it simply because this is America and you're allowed to protest in certain ways. Right, Ed, but there's a difference between being allowed to do something and not escaping the consequences of it. Yeah, he can do stupid things and he has to suffer the consequences of that. I think in the end, what will happen is he probably, I'm guessing three years he's out of the league. Um, maybe even you know next year. Who, Ed, who, if you're the owner of an NFL team, do you want to sign this guy? Because, A, talent-wise, he's been exposed. He's not a very good quarterback. You know, they had a couple you know, good you know, years there with Harbaugh, and they ran a system, and it was able to work. But he's fallen off the cliff that way. So he's not bringing a whole lot to the table athletically, and now you have all these distractions where he's continually um, saying things that are uh, 
you know, causing problems. Okay, so on your two points there, first of all, as an owner of an NFL franchise, on a talent basis, I would sign him for as little as I possibly could because the guy has proven that he can play in the NFL. He's not a great quarterback. This is another one of those arguments that always comes up. He's not a great NFL quarterback. He could be an above-average quarterback at times. He has proven that he can win games and he can play in this league. So I would get him for as cheap a price as I possibly could, have him there in case I needed him for an emergency. On the social side of things, I don't want the distractions. I don't want it in my locker room. I don't want it in the press. I don't want it with the fans because... I'm all about making money, and I want to make as many people happy as I possibly could. But now, you've opened the door to the second half of this conversation, and that is athletes who feel they should be socially conscious, and they need to use their celebrity, their status, in order to create social awareness of whatever it may be, whatever they may be passionate about. Here's the bigger question, Dan. Do the fans themselves want their heroes male female any sport you want to speak out or would we really prefer to them to shut up play the game cash the checks because i don't give a damn what you think about anything even though it might make a difference even though it could change a life somewhere even though it could be good for an individual a family whatever I just want you to shut up and play the game well i personally believe ed that everybody in every walk of life should use whatever abilities they have to make the world a better place. So if he has a platform to affect positive change, I'm all for that. And I think he should, people may not like it and they, then they don't have to watch him. That's fine. So I don't have issue with him trying to fight for, um, you know, oppression or you know, to the end of oppression and, and bad policing and all the things that he says he cares about. I have an issue with the way he did it. Do I think he should speak up if he feels strongly about issues? Yes, absolutely. But there are much, more constructive ways to do it than what he's doing, which is basically I'm going to have an attitude. I'm going to piss people off and I don't care. And I'm going to be smarmy. I'm going to try and be coy and say things are taken out of context, or I'm going to kind of, you know, uh, pretend I wasn't really talking about Castro or this side or the other. The way he's doing it is all wrong. Does this point then to the possibility here? And this is what a lot of people won't talk about that when it comes to athletes in certain sports, certain athletes, they know absolutely nothing about social issues. They think they do, but in essence, what they have been most of their life are athletes. They've played games. A lot of them have, some of them have barely graduated high school. Some of them have never graduated college. Some of them have absolutely no knowledge of what life is like outside of that entitled, protected locker room that they are in nine times out of ten, ten months out of a year. So does this just lead us to look at Colin Kaepernick can say, dude, you need to learn about what you're talking about first. You need to become educated to make sure that you're not going to offend people, but you're going to move a social issue ahead. Do you think that the fans would be happy if somebody did that? Or again, would they still not care? The interesting thing is, and I, the name escapes me, but the, the Cuban, um, the linebacker for the Dolphins um, spoke about it. He's, he's of Cuban descent. And he said it perfectly. He said it speaks to his immaturity, and his ignorance. You're talking about Kiko Alonso. Yes, Kiko Alonso. When he was asked about um, Colin Kaepernick and the, the Castro stuff, he says, you know what, it really speaks to immaturity and ignorance. And that's really surprisingly because Colin Kaepernick did very well in school. He scored off the charts on the Wonderlick test. 
He's not dumb. Yeah, he's not a stupid guy. As we're talking about athletes who are entitled and not intelligent, that really doesn't speak to Kaepernick. He's a very intelligent guy. Right, he's just doing very stupid things right now. So then in doing stupid things, here comes that social issue again. Should athletes use their position in order to try to exact change or should they shut up and play the games? I think they should. I think if you have the ability to affect change, you absolutely should. Now the problem is society has a way of saying either we're to accept that or not. It kind of reminds me of, like, remember Barry Bonds? He was a complete jerk, right? Yes, he was. I dealt with Barry Bonds several times, and every single time I dealt with Barry Bonds, he was a complete and utter jackass. Absolutely. And that eventually caught up to him because finally the game said, Barry Bonds, we don't need you. You are on exile. And he did not have a nice ceremonial retirement. He got retired, much in the way that also Ray Rice has gotten retired, even though he would like to continue playing. So if Colin Kaepernick keeps going down this path where he's just basically trying to be a jerk to everybody and be an antagonist, then he's going to get retired much sooner than had he um, gone about this a different way. Should we then, as fans, instead of verbally assaulting someone and looking at what he did, because quite frankly, as the child of a military veteran, I'm offended, quite frankly, of anyone who offends the flag because my father served his country and did what he could to protect this country at certain times. Again, it comes back to the fact, though, that I understand why someone does it. We've already discussed that. But should we as fans then and we as talk show hosts specifically, because you and I both know there's the viral, the 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 villainous talk show hosts out there who just spew just to throw as much hate as they can. Should we spend more time trying to educate these these athletes? Should we try to spend more time digging into the social issues instead of just hammering away at them and trying to be part of the problem? Well, I think, you know, of the proper for, you know venue, that would be a great thing. I know, like, this show, for example, is a, a show that goes deeper and you can put some thought into a topic. And it's not just about, well, Trevor Simeon's not going to play this week and we're going to scream about the Broncos all day long. Yeah, I think there should be some thought put into it. Um, it. Again, it's really perplexing, though, because Colin Kaepernick should know better than to do what he's doing or to go about it the way he's going about it. It's just like something happened, like he flipped a switch and said, okay, I'm going to be a jerk now, and I don't care. I'm going to be a jerk to everybody. And that's what's really surprising. But, yeah, I do think that, like, I believe you brought it up when you were on our show. Look, look at what all the good Muhammad Ali did using his platform. And he was, you know, not liked at the time, but he became one of the most influential people in the history of the world. He was able to use his celebrity for a lot of good, even though at the time, you know, he was kind of vilified. There is a proper way to go about it. And I think if Colin Kaepernick is serious and he really wants to affect change, he can find the proper way to do that. Right now, I don't think he's very serious about it. He's just I don't know if he's looking for attention or if he's got mental issues or what's going on, but he's certainly uh, not winning the the war uh, on oppression with the way he's going about anything. And I think where we can end this, and of course we can always continue this conversation another time, but we're all out of time in this episode, is that there's a way to do it. There's a way to show that you want to create social change. There's a way to be part of the solution, not necessarily part of the problem, what you have to realize is the insulting of people 
and the insulting of their beliefs goes very far. But I'm also going to counter that by saying, remember the 1968 Olympics, where Tommy Smith and John Carlos offended a lot of people with their salute on the medal stand, but at the same time, they created a tremendous amount of dialogue that created a tremendous amount of change. So sometimes it's not only in who you are and what you do, but in the situation you do it, and also the society that we live in. A reminder once again, don't forget, the final verdict is weeknights, 6 to 8 p.m. local time, Denver, Colorado time, Mountain time. You can also go to milehighsports.com. That's AM 1340, FM 104.7 in Denver, Colorado. That is Dan Jacobs, co-host of The Final Verdict. My friend, a pleasure. We're going to do this again and have some really good conversation that everybody else seems to be afraid to have. Thanks so much for being here. All right, thank you, Ed. That is Dan Jacobs. Don't forget The Final Verdict again, milehighsports.com. I'm Ed Berliner. This is the fastest show in sports. Till next time, everybody. See ya. See ya.